2: Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Fantasy. Boom.
3: Here to say this fantasy rock Boom. Fantasy
4: Jesus. It worked for the rock and it's gonna work for me. Boom. Yeah. TSS
2: Fantasy. Boom. Yeah. TSS fantasy. Boom. Yeah.
5: And you just got jumped- playing That's
4: right, ladies and gentlemen. It is it is Commissioner
5: hey. Cooper, and it's
4: time for TSS Fantasy!
5: And you just jumped right
2: Yeah!
4: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy! Yeah! Uh, Fred. Fred's off his iPhone, ladies and gentlemen, so he's got his. <laughs> Watch out for technical <laughs> difficulties tonight. He doesn't even know where he's at. All right, let's get it started. It's Big Game Wednesday. And quite frankly, it has never gotten this bigger for the Commission on Big Game Wednesday. We got Rico back after he got robbed the last time by Nick. He's coming back to claim his glory against Big E, Ian Berger, big time Dolphins. Let's go tonight. I'm so excited. Let's start the introductions. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera.
3: Yeah, Commissioner's so excited today, man. I mean, I've never seen him smile that deep right there. I don't even think the gummies are involved in this one. I think this is just all natural going on right here. I love it. It's week three, guys, and it already feels like we're in the middle of fantasy football season. We are already wheeling and dealing in leagues, and we are already, you know, Going after each other in the waiver wire. But when you guys are thinking about it, go on TSSFantasy.com. Check out our rankings. Check out our giveaway. We are giving away a CJ2K. Remember that guy, Chris Johnson, the fastest man in the game at one point? Yeah, we're giving away a signed football, that guy. So you can have a little piece of memorabilia if you were a Cardinals fan or probably a Titans fan at that time. All you got to do is subscribe to the channel. That's right. See that little button right there? It's red, it says subscribe. Go ahead and hit that. You're good to go. You're entered in. And let's get that CJ2K football on your mantle. Let's
4: go. Justin leaving no meat on the bone on the intro. And it's interesting that he chose to speak about rankings when his aren't even done. Let's also welcome to the studio, Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis.
5: Yes, thank you. It is me, Nick. You got Flanders and Macaronis at Penn Flanders. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, you can find my rankings week three. They're up to date, and they are on the TSS Fantasy website. Uh, also, find out, stay tuned this evening to see if Rico can redeem himself in champs or chumps.
4: Big night tonight. I mean, listen, he's got he's, – he's on – he's not on his home field tonight. That is for sure. He's definitely – gonna have to go up get upfield tonight let's also welcome into the studio fred the jester reyes yes what a great week it is
6: i know the, i know the commission's happy but i am extremely happy myself follow me at tss just everybody subscribe man we got so many friends and not enough subscribers you need to push the button and stop playing let's go
4: for real. I mean, listen, everyone said it all. Hit subscribe, go to TSSFantasy.com. Also, one last thing go ahead and get on the Underdog Fantasy. They got lots of great daily contests. I uh, mean, my wife are actually playing in some uh, this week. It was a lot of fun. We came close, she came closer than I did, actually. So get on there, use the promo code TSS, we'll double your deposit up to $100. Why do we do all this crazy stuff, Nick? Uh,
3: Because we can. I mean, it's because we're the fantasy show of the people, Nick. Come on. Oh, I keep forgetting
5: that part. I keep forgetting. The people.
4: Well, <laughs> the show the people, indeed. All right, like I said, it's Big Game Wednesday. We got big guests waiting for our great Champs or Chumps contest. Before we bring them in, though, we got a little bit of news to talk about. All right, so in the news today, uh, Mike Evans suspension is upheld, so he will be out if he's in your starting lineups like Freddie's. You've got to get him out. Uh, so obviously, some implications there. We know how how basically injured this whole uh, receiving core is. So I'm Nick. I'm just gonna go to you. How worried are you about Tom Brady uh, going forward? Really, with this with this squad, but like we talked about. They're all injured, and the Bucks are two and zero still. So, what are your thoughts?
5: Uh, well, if it's anybody else but Tom Brady, uh, I would I would worry because Tom Brady has has the athletic ability and the the uh, the personality to yell at everybody to do their job. So uh, he will get the offense going. Now it's actually on the defense because now um, they got some defensive players out. So, their defense, uh, Shaq Barrett is out for a month. So, that's going to hamper their, their defense. But I mean, I, Tom's Tom, and uh, I think he'll be okay. At worst, I think they'll split over the next month.
4: Okay. You know, the only thing about Tom, though, fantasy wise, not doing so hot this year. Um, number 30th right now, um, right now, QB. So, very interesting to see how he'll do going forward. Another bit of news, we kind of skated over this uh, during the waiver Wire show yesterday. Marlon Mack now upgraded to the big boy squad over there in San Francisco. I got to go to my Niner insider, my friend. Is he worth a pickup being that the 49ers practice in a minefield?
3: Yeah, I I would go pick him up. Other than the divots in San Francisco field, Kyle Shanahan is notorious for playing for practicing super hard on Fridays instead of just being like, "Hey guys, let's go watch the film, rest up a little bit." He's like, "No, run into the wall again." (laughs) So, um, yeah, I would pick up every forty nine er if you haven't gotten TDP or you know Jordan Mason, Marlon Mack. Go grab them because eventually somebody's going to start there. And, you know, eventually it's going to be, you know, Commissioner Cooper starting for them or me or the Jester starting for them because they're just be looking for warm bodies at some point. But, yeah, I mean, if you're in a deep enough roster, go get them. If you're in a 12-team redraft, don't even care about it right now.
4: Yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm not sure if I'd be stashing him right now. But, you know, again, that backfield just keeps going and going. So you never know when he will take things over. Other in the news today, Pete Carroll made an announcement about them having to go downfield a little more. Um, in particular, he wants to go downfield to DK Metcalf. Fred, what is your thoughts on that? Do you have any more faith in DK going forward?
6: I do. You paid the man. If you're gonna If you're gonna pay the man, you got to utilize him. I mean, listen, the run game is okay. Defense is okay. That's why your, your bread and butter is the receivers You have Tyler Lockett, D.J. Mac, DK Metcalf, you paid him a lot of money. Geno Smith just fling the ball. You got a decent arm, so fling it to him. Why not? What else you got to lose?
4: Yeah, Geno does have a decent arm. You know, he obviously he's very prone at throwing it to the other team very decently as well. But, yeah, Justin, go ahead.
3: I was going to say, is this a, a wink and a nod to Drew Locke becoming the new quarterback? He said downfield. We all know Drew Locke knows how to throw it downfield. Doesn't know how to throw it accurately downfield, but he knows how to throw it downfield. So uh, maybe Drew Locke gets pulled up and uh, starts a couple games. So
4: It could be true. All right, well, let's move on. Like I said, we got guests waiting for us tonight. It's a big night. It is big game Wednesday. Like I said, it gets no bigger for the commission, man. I can't believe... This Dolphin squad. It's such a big game this weekend. Let's bring in our guest. All right, let's welcome into the studio first, Rico from Buffalo Fanatics again, back to Reclaim. His, uh, his basically robbed title from
1: last time. Welcome to the studio. What's going on, fellas? I appreciate you guys having me back. Uh, I was actually uh, I was actually on my way driving home today, and I was like, man, that mother effer, Nick, screwed me bad last time. I should be wanting to know. Um, and I hope he's not roughing today. No, I, I see how his look, the serious look he's got on his face today. Remove <laughs> that judge. He cannot judge anymore. I went back and watched the tape. I couldn't believe I lost that one. I couldn't believe it. I think he was starstruck with the the, the beat writer from L.A. I don't know.
4: That's exactly what it was, uh, ironically yeah. enough. <laughs> He's like,
5: Rico, <laughs> you're screwed.
4: Okay, hey, Nick, so just, <laughs> just Nick, Nick is just a very stiff guy. I mean, they're all the way to it. All right, let's also welcome into the studio, also returning <laughs> guest, Ian Berger. Big E, welcome into the studio, my brother.
7: What is happening, Fin's up, everyone? Thank you so much for having me back. It's uh, it's great to be back during the season. We talked about it in the preseason, like, hey, come on back during the season. So let's do this, man. This is uh, this is good. I'm excited.
4: And here he is, ready to rumble. Before we get it started, Mike I wanted to let everyone know Metcalf is on the block. So I just want to make sure he he got that announcement out. All right, guys. Like I said, it's Big Game Wednesday. We got a big game coming up with the Dolphins and the Bills. Super excited about it. Before we get that started, though, it's time for some champs or chumps.
0: Let's get ready to
2: rumble!
7: How thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but yeah,
4: I'm like, I've done that. Symptoms in full force, like. And only because Caleb looked like he's in grandma's kitchen, I'm gonna give this one to Mike, so Caleb, for just right now. Hey man, I just wanna let you know that
8: sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. Jason that's Ooh. not how you treat guests,
0: bro. Hey. <laughs>
4: champs or chumps time it's let's get it on ian luckily for you tonight you're gonna get home field advantage i mean you are the team at home it doesn't it's not nothing not a slight to rico at all um it has nothing to do with the miami dolphins neither america's team mind you all right we're gonna go first round it is our champ argument ian give me the champ argument why tua is gonna be the champ this this coming up sunday
7: I'm going to first remind you of something that happened in 2018. There's a quarterback that's out there right now who threw for 2,074 yards with 10 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Then in 2019, that same quarterback threw for 3,000, a little over 30, 3,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. And then he took this leap, this leap in his third year in the National Football League, 4,544 yards thrown with 37 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. And, of course, I'm talking about Josh Allen. Um, the one thing that happened which took, his, took that leap was he got some weapons. He got Stefan Diggs. You know, he got some additional weapons. He got some additional protection to help him be able to be the quarterback that he is, and he's a great quarterback. He is, you know, if not the top, one of the top three quarterbacks in the National Football League. But times are about to change. Tua Tungavailoa his first two seasons in the national football league. He hasn't had a lot of success. There's been a lot of up and down. There's been a lot of conversation about, can he do it? Well, I will remind you where he was. He was behind the worst passing offensive line in the national football league. He had minimal talent at the wide receiver position and in the running back position. Now, all of a sudden 2022 his third year by the way because that was his third year you know that was josh allen's third year in the nfl he has this come you know uh, breakthrough game all of a sudden because now he's got tyree kill he's got Jalen uh, jaylen waddle he's got some running backs that can do a little bit more than run for two yards per carry he's got mike gasecki running down the middle um he has really one of the best performances that the national football league has ever seen from a quarterback. In the second half of the game, by the way. The first half wasn't all that great. Um, but we are now starting to see the fruits of the labor. And I will tell you, those past two years that, that we have seen from Tua were learning experience experiences for him. And he now has this opportunity. And men, I will mention also Mike McDaniel has a lot to do with his success. So I am saying that Tua is seeing similar success, if not more success, than josh allen and he will win over the game on sunday because he now has the talent around him and he now has a coach that believes in him bam
4: and fiend the tua glow tonight i love it all right rico he's serving it up for you what you got give me the champ argument for josh Allen.
1: well uh just want to to jump in here and say nice to meet you uh big e uh I, I didn't know who you were until one of my buddies uh was uh, with, uh told me that uh, you actually were the one that called out one of the the drop picks so that's actually really amazing so kudos to you sir Thank I'm going to just switch my audio here so I can uh so I can uh, get my things popping here so kudos to you big E uh, you, but I apologize because you're about to take a big L on this one. I can't believe you're gonna come on here and talk about Tua talking about freaking Loa and talk about like he's the second coming of some next quarterback. My man had six touchdowns, 469 yards, and you think that is going to be the norm? That, sir, is an anomaly. That does not happen with Tua, and you know it. The look on your face told me that you know. Now let me give you statistics when you dropping numbers on your boy. Let me tell you what Tua has done against the Buffalo Bills. It's not. Thing is, Josh Allen doesn't play defense, he plays offense, it's what he does, right? But Tua against the Bills' defense is just not for him, it's about matchups, and that matchup for Tua is just not it. The three matchups that Tua has played, the Bills, you want to know the numbers? I'll give you the numbers. Tua Tunga Vailoa, 598, excuse me, 559.8 QB rating, passer rating. Not very good in my book. 579 yards, one touchdown versus four interceptions. I tell you right now, he didn't have a good old line. I get that. Neither did Josh, but Josh showed promise. It was something you could see in him. Oh, that guy is that guy. Tua, he's always questioned. Now, does he get a little more hate than he should? He absolutely does. I think they give a little too much hate to him. But I I I rebuke you talking about putting Tua. And my man Josh Allen on the same page. Now, let's get to the real numbers, the real OG, and that's Josh Allen. Josh Allen against the Miami Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins, South Beach, seven and one. He should be eight and no. Do you know why he's not eight and no? Yeah, I know Charles
7: Clay couldn't come back and get his get Charles the pass Clay
1: drop in the end zone when my man Josh Allen put it right on them, right on the numbers. My man had to turn back around, the knees just weren't having it. We should be eight and no now. I know a lot of things about quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Being our daddy, Tom Brady. We just could never be Tom Brady because he was just that dude. That is what Josh Allen is to the dolphins. It's just the way it's going to be. So you can put your 469 yards passing on a defense that fell asleep in the fourth. If you think the bills are going to fall asleep on Tua Tungo Vailoa, you got another thing coming. Now 63% completion percentage average against the Miami dolphins. He's, Averaging two hundred, almost two hundred fifty yards on your asses. I don't. Can we cuss on this bitch or not? Yeah, yeah,
2: you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good.
1: Yards on your asses. He's almost hitting eight yards of pop, and that's with Xavier Howard. That is with Jones. I don't want to hear about well. We, uh, the defense is not. It's still the same. He's still going to torture you. It's not like I said. It's not two versus Josh Allen, because if that's the if that's the case, it's over for you. So Big E. Let's flip that. Let's take a few little bars away from that. Turn that to a big L. Because there's no way you're taking that from me. That's one and no.
4: Nick,
5: chalk it up.
4: Nick, what you got for round one?
5: See, I don't appreciate being told by guests on my own segment what to do. So, Ian, you get round one. <laughs>
4: okay. We got, I gotta get composed here, man. This is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Listen, right. I, already, I already know
1: what the what the judge is all about. So I already know. There's let's keep it moving. I'm fired up. Let's go, man. He's
4: already down one. I can't even believe it. Bringing the thunder though for Josh Allen for sure. Josh Allen, you know, again, great quarterback, to a great quarterback. By the way, I do want to mention Tua also coming into the league when it came in. Remember, it was COVID. Guy had no offseason, went through, like, a car accident in college, basically, with that injury on the field. So, yeah, you're right. I will say you're right, Rico. Like, you know, there was definitely something special with Josh Allen, but that's because everyone believed in him, and it just seemed like that that same feeling wasn't down in Miami. Just because, you know, the parents were, you know, dysfunctional don't mean your kids need to be. All right, no, let's you're, go. You're, right, you're actually, right.
5: Actually, to be fair, the parents were going to dump their kid for a, a new kid. Right, so,
4: several times.
7: Several well, and and here's here's the other thing too. And you guys might might remember this. There was the a goat kid. for there was a tank for Tua. You know, whole like thing going on, and that divided a lot of Dolphins fans because you don't want to be forced to you know to lose games to in order to to pick up a quarterback. And you know that wasn't that wasn't a feel good. So he walked into that. He came in as you know injured for a couple of games.
0: You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtowns Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtowns Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtowns Healthcare at three zero three two nine two ninety nine ninety two now in Lowry or downtown.
7: And like you said, the COVID situation—it was—it was a very tough, tough, tough road to start with.
1: Hold on, I'm going to call every one of you dolphins out right now. I'm sick of this shit. All right, we believe in him. You believe in him? Then you wouldn't have brought Teddy Bridgewater on the squad. Don't tell me you believe in him if you would have brought freaking. Uh, I don't even get you me started on this. Like
2: the Bills <laughs> didn't
1: bring in a big star behind them. They brought in Nate Peterman. You know what I mean? They brought in guys that. We know our guy is Josh Allen. They didn't know. McDaniels is full of crap as well. Because let's just say that Tua doesn't have the year that he's having right now, and we're only week two, so it's still early. He can get out of that and go find himself a quarterback. No different than what Brian Dable is doing with the Giants. But we know what's gonna happen with the Giants. So cut the BS dolphins fans. You're he's having a really good two games. Actually, one really the first game was okay. Second game, phenomenal. You can't even hate on him. he, he will his team back. But I'm not buying the BS from you guys talking about oh, they believe in him. BS, not all buying. All uh, right. I That's will like Rico that needs a Snickers. I, no, I baby, believed I'm in him
7: up. and and, and <laughs> through my podcast, I always said if you got him the right team around him and the right support around him and the right weapons around him, the kid could do great things. He didn't all of a sudden lose what he did in Alabama when he joined the National Football League. He's the exact same human. Yeah, he went through a pretty significant injury, but he's the exact he's got the same mind, he's got the same talents, he's got the same skills. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, Josh Allen was doing good things, but Stefan Diggs made him a better quarterback. And I don't think you can disagree with that. Because without Stefan Diggs, right now, there's no way you guys would have been making it to the AFC championship game.
1: Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it on just Stefan Diggs, but Jeff, Stefan Diggs was a big aid. Now, I will say this though. Tom, Tom, I won't even bring Tommy. I'm going to say Josh Allen. Josh Allen has, has he, I can't explain it, but I think as football fans, we can see it that he's on, he's on this, he's at this level right now where if Stefan Diggs were to depart, would the offense dip up? Absolutely. But it wouldn't dip that much because you can still have your Super Bowl window open with Josh Allen. Josh Allen is your window, no matter what, no matter who. I'm telling that right now because I know. But anyway. Don't want to, I don't want to lament on that, but I do want to say this though. I'm a fan of Tua, I actually like him. That hip was a big issue. He has confidence in himself. I just didn't know the GM and the coaches. I think it's all Fugazi. it's all and all nonsense. He has confidence in himself. McDaniels maybe was like, I'm here, I might as well put my eggs in this basket to see what he's really got. Because he never really had that chance. No different than EJ e. Manuel came to the Bills, they didn't have any damn confidence in that guy. They just said, Here, Marone was like, All right, let's see what he's got. Then he brings in Kyle Orton, don't get me started. Let's keep him. Moving. I can, I can <laughs> yeah. keep going,
4: boy. It's not even just, <clears throat> it's not even, you know, just McDaniels, too. Tyreek Hill actually came in, was a big part of getting him, getting his confidence up, too. So, um, he yeah.
2: Yeah, and, he really, 100%. and he really
4: didn't need that after all he went through. So, yeah. All right. I love talking about Tua. We can definitely talk about this all night. But let's get on to round two. Round two tonight. This is our chump argument. We're going to go to Rico first. I want the chump argument. We're going to the running backs. Give me why Raheem Mostert is going to be a chump on Sunday.
1: It's tough for me because I actually like Raheem Mostert. I really like Raheem Mostert. I was actually hoping the Bills – when they were going through free agency, if they're going to bring someone on, I'm like, man, I would love to take a chance on Raheem because that boy, he shoots out of a cannon. Fast. Fast. He's fast, man, and when, and he's not he's not one of those guys where he's not a um he's not a back where yeah yeah shoot out of a cannon you blow on him he's down right he's he's strong up top and uh, he runs through tackles. Problem is the injury. He he's two significant injuries to his career. So I I hope to see him do well. But here's the deal: those injuries. Uh, it's, it, I could see that he's taking a, it's taking a step on him, stepping a toll on him. But And Edmonds is your guy. Chase Edmonds is your guy. He's your your catch-out-of-the-backfield guy. He's your speed guy. Uh, that's the guy that you're going to rely on a lot. Um, but the thing is, Raheem Mostert, against this defense, won't be effective. Against the Bills, he's not been effective. Uh, he's had, a, what, a game against the Bills Uh, 40 yards, he's what four yards of pop, give or take. So all right, just didn't have the opportunity. But when you're down a lot of points, it's hard to have an opportunity. But in this case for Raheem Holster, is he going to be a chump against the bills? Absolutely. You will not have a chance. We will snuff you out. We snuffed out King Henry. We snuffed out Cam Akers. And I'm sorry. I like Raheem Oostert, but we're going to snuff your ass out too. It's just not going to happen. Folks, two big injuries chase Edmonds you guys gonna be airing out Tyreek Hill Giseki. there's a lot of weapons and there's a lot of guys that need the ball and you won't be able to run the ball I'm just sorry you're gonna to have to air it out and by the time that the score is gonna be just way too high you have to air the ball out I'm sorry he's not going to be a factor
4: I think Rico's calling blowout all right what all right Ian it's your turn give me the chump argument for Devin Singletary on wait Sunday. wait who Devin Singletary, the running back. Does he
7: run the ball for the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> I was
4: like, uh oh, did I send the wrong guy? I, I was we just
7: curious because I, I started, you know, I started doing a little bit of research because you know, I I've I've picked up Devin Singletary in my fantasy football league for like the last three seasons, and I've had to bench him at the middle of every season. Because you know who does all the running for, for the Buffalo Bills? You know who does all the running. Rico, who does all the running for the Buffalo we, Bills? We know
1: number 17. We know.
7: Josh Allen does all the running. So I, I don't even know if there's an argument there. You know the fact of the matter is the dolphins are going to have to have some sort of shadow on Josh Allen to make sure that he doesn't run out of the backfield this season so far. Josh has only run for 59 yards, but you know why that is? They've been up 47 to 12. They've been up, you know, significant scores. So there, there hasn't is. been a necessity for him to run the ball, but this weekend you are going to have to see he's 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 going to notice that his wide receivers are going to be well covered and he's going to have By to who? make some decisions. By, By who? who? Have you heard in the name uh Darth Cater Kahoo. Have you have you heard that name at all? I don't need to hear that name.
1: All I need to know is digs for six. That's all. That's what's going to be happening. All right. All right.
7: It, well, you know, you, you will new. learn. You will meet Death Cater Kahoo on Sunday Ooh, because it. all oh. of a sudden he is he was an uh, undrafted free agent. And now all of a sudden with the, the limited snaps that he's seen. He is a top five cornerback in the National Football League, not just the AFC. That's um, but really then mean. also, we have a guy. I don't know if you've heard of his name, Xavier Howard. Have you heard of oh, that name know. before? Rashad
1: oh. Bateman knows him very well as well.
7: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. every oh, dog has know. their day, but guess He's what? Even Howard knows.
1: Is that Bateman? I think. No, that's not DuVernay, is it? Well, that is Bateman. Yeah, 75 oh, yards. Oh, Boy, yeah. you're, All right.
7: That's good. No, good point. Good point. But we also have a guy by the name of uh Javon Holland, who happens to be a safety in the middle of the field. That uh that's a pretty good safety. Yeah, they had a they had a tough go of it this past weekend, but you know what? Mm-hmm. The Bills have had tough goes of, of, of it before. Too. I'm, hearing,
1: and, I'm hearing, a lot of excuses. Tough no, go. No, no, no. I'm just saying oh, you're saying go with the Bills. We All right, this, right. let's
4: let's close round two because we gotta, we gotta we're gonna we're gonna have a round five where you guys can just go at it for the game. So let's go, Nick. Who wins round two for the running backs?
5: Oh, we stopped talking. Um I'm gonna go with Rico on round two.
4: All right, Nick. Nice getting, job. getting uh Flandery up at the top for sure. Let's go to receivers for the champ argument. Ian, we're gonna go to you. We're gonna get obviously we got two good receivers on both sides. So let's go to you first, the greatest receivers of all time, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Give me the champ argument for them this Sunday.
7: I'm just going to give you a quote that Ty- um, Tyreek Hill put out. He said, oh, he said, I already ended their season the last two years with Pat throwing me the ball, so I can't wait to see them twice with Tua. <laughs> their DBs can't stay with me anyways. Those dudes ain't shit. And that's Ooh. it. Ooh. A, that's a Tyreek quote.
4: That's a that's that's <laughs> mic drop kind of woof nasty. All right, Rico, what you got to follow that up?
1: Is that is that it?
4: That's all I got. <laughs> that's, all
1: <laughs> I that's all I need. That's, that's all that's you all need? All that's all right. I need. Well, he, here's the deal. Pat Mahomes is not going to save you. Pat Mahomes, he's in Kansas City doing his thing with his with his receivers. Tyreek Hill, right now, I'm telling you right now. I like Tyreek Hill and I'm, and I'm, this is, this is me as a NFL. This is a football fan that if everyone should know, that is a scary man. That boy has speed for days and he's confident as ever, but all it takes is for you to face a defense that will knock the confidence out of that quarterback. And then we're going to, all this, this stuff, it won't be happening because two was going to be on his ass. He's going to be on his back. Listen, we have, let me, this is what a beautiful stat. All right. The Bills are the least blitzing team in the game. Least. But we have the highest amount of pressures. Number one. So we don't blitz and we're getting after the quarterback. So guess what? We got bodies everywhere. So I know where Tyreek's going to be. We all have to know where Tyreek is going to be, but I really do respect Waddle. I've had him in fantasy. He is phenomenal. Big fan of him. But I will say this. When it comes to Defending or 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 hearing about Tyree Kill. It's cute, but he doesn't have Pat Mahomes. That's all I'm gonna say. So now you let me know when my time is. That, so I can yeah, it was you. your,
4: that was that was my leader. I didn't lead you correctly. So that's what I mean. Give me the champ argument for Diggs and Gabe Davis.
1: Well, here's the deal. We already know what Stefan Diggs does. Comes to Buffalo first year, 1,500 yards, and and just leads the league in, in the yardage and the receptions, right? He had like a buck 25 in receptions. We know that. Right. He, he dips. He goes down to 20. He goes down to twelve hundred yards. What happened to Stefan Diggs? Nothing. Nothing happened to Stefan Diggs. Now there's a little bit more tension on Stefan Diggs. But guess what? We got a new man in town. That's Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis showed out that big game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Thirteen seconds obviously eluded us and we we are where we are. But Gabe Davis made a name for himself and the league is on notice and it's already begun. First game against the Rams. He's already in the end zone. It doesn't change, you know what? We didn't need to play Gabe Davis for the Titans game because we I mean, we took care of the Titans. You saw what happened, we all watched it. National TV, primetime bills, you know what that is. We saved him for for we saved him from Miami. So, uh, Duker, who Duker, what, what's his name?
7: You're talking about it Darth doesn't matter. What Vader, I'm trying to tell Darth you, it Kater doesn't Vader matter. Or- Duke or this, Duke or that,
1: Duke for TDs. That's exactly what's going to be happening. It's going to be happening. Now, Javon Holland, I will say I respect Javon Holland, fellow Canadian. I love he's from TDOT. I got to give him respect. I love Javon Holland, love his game, legit. Uh, But but in all seriousness, when it comes down to it, Byron Jones or Duker or whoever it is, they will have problems with Diggs. It's just natural. And Diggs right now is playing at such a high level. That sense of confidence between that connection between him and Josh Allen is just some. It's something you just can't touch. It's it's going to be very difficult. Xavier Howard is going to have his hands full, and when I, while he's got his hands full, Duker is going to have Gabe Davis's nuts in his hands. That's exactly what's going to be happening, right? Going to be running rest all day, and I didn't
8: even.
7: Hey get, Rico,
1: I didn't even get into Jamison Crowder and Isaiah McKenzie. Hey, I'll Rico.
7: I'm gonna stick with that. I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ask you a question. Talk to me, baby. Last season, if I remember correctly, the Bills played a game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. <clears throat> do you recall that game? I sure do. What was the final score of that game? Do you remember?
1: Oh, it was really low scoring. It was
7: like, nine it was like what it was. six to three or nine to three or something, something like that. that. And if I remember correctly, the Bills lost that game. Am I right? Sure you sure did. What happened? The they, they had everybody, right? They had Stefan Diggs. They had, you know, J- Al- Al- Josh Allen was in there, right? What what ha- And I don't remember the Jaguars having that, that scary of a defense, if I remember right. But what happened with them? It's an L. An L is an L.
1: <laughs> and that was enough but I, you know what I, if, since we're talking since we're going down to memory lane what oh happened? you don't
7: need to talk about the last let's three years trust me go, it's been a really rough go, go at it
1: back back me. let's go trust memory me. lane trust go me. last year, you guys down. need to make the playoffs the bills come to town i don't, I don't know who's home it didn't really I matter it, man we I laid
2: 56
1: big ones oh, on your ass oh. with backups matt barkley led the way all you needed to do was win and get in Let's you couldn't this. even do that. I remember. That. I remember that. It was. it was, it was I mean, very I don't painful. No don't go I can go memory lane baby. my mouth
4: know. as this goes on. Nick, let's say you for round three. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: wow. Uh, I'm going to say Rico wins for two reasons. Number one, because Josh Allen can does not underthrow his receivers, and he can throw to all sides of the field.
8: Uh, ooh,
5: ooh, a little
4: dig there. All right, let's go to the chump argument in round four. Ian, we'll start with you. This is the chump argument for the tight ends. Tell me why Dawson Knox is going to be a chump this weekend.
7: Well, Dawson, and, and I hate to say this, but I did see him on the injury report today, and I do believe he did not participate at all or in in practice. Mm-hmm. So I think the man is dinged up. And I I have respect for Dawson Knox. He's another one of those guys that I've had on fantasy football, had him picked up. I think I dropped him at 1.2. And then of course he goes and has these great games. So I think with Dawson Knox, you just kind of don't know what kind of game you're going to get with him. You know, is he going to be a blocker? Is he going to be, you know, catching out of the backfield? Um, is he going to be going, you know, in the middle of the field and catching dolphins of past always had an Achilles heel of, uh of defending the tight ends in the middle of the field you know back especially with Gronkowski you know a lot of the tight ends would would basically take advantage of the middle of the field but now and I mentioned his name and Enrico already admitted you know that uh Javon Holland you know he is a he's a perennial pro bowler from you know he made it last year and he continues to have you know some strong uh film I think he can protect he can prevent Dawson Knox from having big games. You know, which makes the other cornerbacks and the other safeties cover those other big name wide receivers. You know, and then you see, you know, I know we're not doing any comparisons, but Mike Kisecki, you know, he when when he's on the man is on. He's a six foot six inch beast who can jump about two feet up in the air and catch that ball if it's placed appropriately from, by the way, the most accurate quarterback in the National Football League. (laughs)
4: <laughs> got it. he's going all the way around even though we're just talking about tight ends Rico going to you sir give me why Mike Gusecki will be a chump this weekend
1: well the Miami Dolphins already believe that Mike Gusecki is a chump because when Mike Gusecki said can I get paid they said no we don't want to pay you we don't need you don't they have a guy named Craycraft
7: or Cray I don't know who the river did. Craycraft yeah. is, a, is a wide receiver not a tight end
1: Oh, okay. So River Craycraft is getting on the field and taking more oh, taken away from Mike Gosecky. Mike Gosecki is a non-factor for you guys. I don't know what's going on. They Didn't had, he
7: just get a touchdown during last week's game that was a pivotal touchdown in order for them to be able to score additional points? What were his
1: statistics the whole game? Let's talk about that part. Non-factor Doesn't matter. He came out big when it was necessary. Right. Non-factor until the end. And you went against a defense that fell asleep fell asleep in the fourth quarter I don't know up 34 35 for 14 and you let Tunga two and bring you back anyway I'm not taking away from that great comeback you you got you gotta have a little bit of dog in you to bring the team back but Geseki, nah now athleticus can be I will give him I will give him that boy can jump out of the gym he's got some speed but when you get phased out the dog is gone you know what I'm saying? The dog is now in Waddle and Tyreek, and Tua knows it. He doesn't even have to look Gusecki's way. So could Gusecki sneak in a touchdown at the end? Maybe. For you guys, it'd be garbage time. Have it. But Gusecki ain't going to be any. He ain't going to do anything because he's been replaced. He's not a target that Tua's looking to. He's looking to the two alpha males on that team, and as Waddle and Mr. Tyreek Hill. I'm sorry. Gusecki? You know who the biggest supporter
7: of Tua Tungabailoa has been over the last three seasons?
1: I'm sorry. Say that again. Do, do
7: you, you know, know who the biggest supporter of Tua tunga has been over the last three seasons? His job his, tra- <laughs> his No, no, not his job <laughs> tra- Who said that? That's pretty supportive. Oh, man. nice, name. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, just nice not neck. right. It was Mike Gusecki, you know, and through all of the, the, all the negativity and all the people that have questioned Tua tunga it was Mike Gusecki who would always come to his rescue and say, not rescue, but to his defense and mm-hmm. say, this is the guy that I want throwing me the football and even when there was talk about players within the locker room a couple of seasons ago that were making comments that I don't want to play with this quarterback, Mike was coming out saying, I don't know who said that, but they're dumbasses for saying it, um, you know, and that's the kind of guy you want in the corner. And Yeah, he has not been as effective this season as he has been in prior seasons, but that's because Coach McDaniel has been using him differently and has been forcing him to learn how to be a blocking tight end. To be able to get additional passes and be able to get additional action for him, when you think about where Coach Mike McDaniel came from, he had George Kittle, you know, in San Francisco. Sure sure he's one it. of the top tight ends in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. So Mike McDaniel, I think, is trying to groom Mike, you know, Gasecki to do the same thing. Now it is a contract year for Mike, right? He's it is uh, he's, and and this year is the year that he needs to ball out in order to get paid. Mm -hmm. everybody wants him on the team. And I know Tua wants him on the team, you know, because Mm -hmm. he's been his number one supporter. So I'll bring it right back around.
1: Last time I checked, Tua was not the GM of the team. Last time I checked, he ain't the head coach. Last time I checked, Gaseki ain't George Kittle. All right? So typically you think
0: Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally, without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
1: Because that's why I heard you use that word, think. You think McDaniel would come in and try to utilize Gusecki in a way that, because Gusecki, to me, I I believe is probably a little more athletic, than George Kittle is. George Kittle is a beast, don't get me wrong, but you could do more with a guy like Yoseki. you think that he'd have more targets in his first game. Targeted one time. I don't even really look at you after that. Next game, a lot better. You guys put a little more points up. Four targets, four receptions for 41 yards. But guess what? You're going up against Micah Hyde and Jordan Poirier. The best tandem in the game. We button things up back there. We button things up back there. So it's we'll be playing. just fine. Gusecki, he is a non Factor, that's it. Right, well, you know it, and I know it. Let's not let's on front. We know what to let's, do.
4: Let's close out the tight end round, Nick. What say you for round four?
5: Hey, Rico, you had it until you said, Well, yeah, Gesicki might get a garbage touchdown, so you kind of screwed yourself there. Uh, Dawson that's Knox, one's meaning
1: you get your non factor, you're out of the game have it my backers are probably in there just like we took the backups out for the titans so yes he's gonna have to score well,
5: against the sec- second team yeah of okay. course give him that. well considering that touchdown this season and dawson knox doesn't have any and i love dawson knox but i'm gonna have to bring it down to big e It's round
4: four all right it's all tied up guys let's go into round five this is what we've all been waiting for the money round here it is rico we'll start with you What's give up? me the champ Argument for the Bills to win this Sunday.
1: <clears throat> Here it is: the Bills. They've been building from the bottom up since seventeen. We got a new head coach, new GM. We we're at the we weren't the 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 Golden State Warriors, right? We're buying players and we're bringing these guys in. We started from the bottom. We just built it all the way up. Right now, this year specifically, because of that burn that we feel. Against the Chiefs, 13 seconds when we were destined, we knew, and it started with the Rams. Okay, the Rams won the whole damn thing. Had we beaten the Chiefs, I believe, person that we would have taken care of the Bengals and would have marched in and taken care of the Rams. So you know what? We waited. We made that Super Bowl, our Super Bowl, in Week One, and we destroyed the Rams. We didn't let him get. We didn't let him get going. Jalen Ramsey, best corner of the game. What did he look like? Doodoo. Thank you very much. Who did that to him? Stephon Diggs. Let's move on titans the titans they got us last year on a last minute slip from josh allen josh allen's like slip no more i'm gonna hang 41 points on your bitch asses and that's exactly what he did king henry non-existent 1.9 yard averaging we got rid of him called game planning great defense now to a tongue of our Lord. he's having a pretty damn good year so far He's looking pretty confident. You've you've got everybody believing in him, his mom, his jockstrap, Mike Gusecki. Everybody believes in him. Problem is he has not played well against the Bills. And I have audio that I would love to play for you guys, which made me laugh so much. And I'm hoping this I'm able to actually play this audio. And I thought it was super cute. Uh, that Tua uh, decided to drop this nugget uh for you're talking everyone.
7: about his height. Is that the one you're? Doing? Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. He said,
1: "Hey guys, if I can't see you, then I can't
7: get you the ball." You balls, didn't. You didn't guys. read the whole context I of open. that. You don't need that, to. I heard. Him, I heard him say it with his own voice. Did you, but did so, you listen to just that clip, or did you actually pay attention to the entire thing that that's he was all saying? All I needed to hear was, if "Ah, I can't see? See, see, that's you, that's not. I won't a, be able to get you
1: the ball. So you guys yeah. got to get open. First of all, yeah. get open. Second of all, can you see over Greg Russo?" Hmm. That's going to be a tough one. Boogie Basham, Von Miller. We have been, like I said, I'm going to bring this stat up again because I think it's crucial. Number one in getting after the quarterback and QB pressures without bringing the blitz. We are dead last four point or 5.2 percent that we're, we're like we're dead last. So Tua is going to have to now use his accuracy and he's going to have to use his mental. Where can I move chess pieces? But you know what? We don't need to bring anybody. So you better evade what you can, and hopefully you don't throw a pick because right now it's not looking good. we got nine stacks. We lead the league, and it's not going to stop. Your O-line has improved, but not enough where it's going to give Tua the time that he needs to get the ball Tyree. So you're going to have to do your screens. You're going to have to dink and dunk. And maybe if you have an opportunity in garbage time – Throw that pass to your boy, Gusecki. But I, I don't feel that this is a good matchup uh, for Tua, but I love the matchup in general because it just looks good for the league. The two and no Miami Dolphins have improved, new coach, new pieces. Watch out, Tyreek Hill's bigging up his guys on this podcast. But guess what? This is a destined year for the freaking Bills, and we're taking numbers right now. It's a revenge year, right? We got the Titans. We got other guys we got to take care of. But these Dolphins, we got to shut them up so then... They can go back to reality, so they can go back to being the big, the little brother with the Patriots. Fight with them, fight with the Jets. Let the let Daddy hold down the number one spot for the third year coming. I'm just saying, Bill's e, all day.
4: Big E, are you gonna let him call you Daddy? Is it Daddy time in here? Let's go, Big E. Tell me why <laughs> the Dolphins are winning this Sunday.
8: Well,
7: uh, you know, like I mentioned, last three years the Miami Dolphins have really not shown anything to the Buffalo Bills, right? They've, what are they gone? Seven and one, I think we've said in the last four seasons, if I remember right. That is correct. And Tua is a different quarterback than we have seen from him over the last two seasons. His offensive line is a little different than what we have seen in the last two seasons. The Buffalo Bills have played two teams, the the Rams, who happen to be Coming off of a Super Bowl hangover. They've also played the Tennessee Titans, who, by the way, are 0 2 and will probably end up in the bottom half of the National Football League. So they haven't really played anybody. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins have played the Patriots. You never know what you're going to get with the Patriots. I don't think they're going to be that good. But regardless, you're still playing against Bill Belichick. They played the Baltimore Ravens, who are known to have pretty phenomenal teams. And they made that amazing comeback last weekend. So the Dolphins are going to be riding high with some momentum. And also, by the way, they're going to have some payback for the Buffalo Bills. And here's the thing. Difference this season than last season. We've got this Tyreek Hill fella. You know, it doesn't matter if you've got four guys running. Because if I remember correctly, the Buffalo Bills were rushing the Kansas City Chiefs with four rushers at the same time. And they still got the ball out. And they still got the ball to Tyreek into his hands. And once you get that ball into Tyreek's hands forget it. It doesn't matter if you have eight guys on defense or if you have got 12 guys on defense, you know, sitting there trying to chase after the guy, he's going to outrun all of you. Oh, and by the way, Waddle is pretty quick too. He's on the other side and he's going to be up for the exact same thing. He wasn't the leading rookie reception leader last season for nothing. So the Miami Dolphins are going to be up for this challenge. Is it going to be an easy game? Absolutely not. Do I expect it to be a blowout? I don't think so. Um, But I do think that the Dolphins can come out because I think that the I think that the Buffalo Bills think this is the twenty twenty one Miami Dolphins and we are definitely a different team. Um, And unfortunately. The Buffalo Bills are used to missing that very top, you know, Super Bowl trophy. So I think the Miami Dolphins are going to keep bringing that up to them when they see them, when they're on. you know, one day you could be at the same level as the Miami Dolphins, but it's not going to be today.
4: We big talk for a big game. Nick, who wins champs or dumps tonight?
5: Well, uh, Mr. Berger, you brought up the Super Bowl title. Well, okay, they haven't won one since before I was born, and I was born in 74. So, okay, so that's kind of – so that's irrelevant now. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to have to give it to Rico this evening because he brought up the stats. He brought up the – all the intangibles, okay. So, uh, Rico fue realmente suave esta noche. Rico gana.
4: Listen, Nick, this is not what we talked about. If this ain't your show. No chance.
2: No chance girl, You got no chance. No chance girl,
5: You got. Look, we don't stop the votes on this show.
4: Rico, you should have known coming on this show. It's America's team, bitch.
2: And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number
8: one.
5: Wow, that sounds oh, like honestly. a nursery rhyme. I
2: love
5: that. Big. I
4: love that. that song is terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That's like a nursery rhyme. <laughs> that
4: is a big Look, at the end of the day, both of you guys are winners. Both of you guys brought the big thunder tonight. So we do appreciate all the big energy for the big game. Congratulations, both of y'all.
7: No matter what. I hope it's one hell of a game on Sunday and I hope I it's a lot of fun and I hope people are talking about it for weeks to come. Cause I, this, this rivalry crazy. with the dolphins and bills has not been as strong as it has been this week. And we need this. We need this, this back again.
1: This, this is a big freaking game, but I'll, I'll say this, man, there, there's just, there's just teams that no matter what is in front of their way, just, it doesn't matter. It's just, it feels like everything is just clicking for the bills. Now I don't like the injuries. I hate it—the little nicks that these guys have. But I mean, we're we're gonna get right. We know how big this game is. It's a big one because right now there's bragging rights for another week, right? Yeah. So whoever wins this one, they they have a whole week to talk a whole bunch of ish. And I'll tell you, it's gonna be it's gonna be messy.
7: I will tell you from the Miami Dolphins standpoint, we haven't seen the type of week as far as the positivity, as far as the national recognition, as far as. You know just people feeling so good about our team. I don't think we felt that since the Miami, uh, since Dan Marino era, and that's it was five years ago. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't you guys I have, have
1: Tyreek to thank Tyreek has come in and infused so much confidence in that team, and, and you guys were getting there, you guys have good pieces. Waddle was the, the start of it, and then you guys yeah. got Armstead, and then now okay, I see it, but like, you didn't do too much on defense. That's where this is this is where I'm like, mm. If it's clap for clap, you know, what I mean, fire for fire, you gotta give it to Josh, man. That's just what it is. Xavier and Howard, I, I see holes in Xavier and Howard's game, and so does Diggs. I think Diggs is gonna exploit that. We'll think, see. We'll see how it is, man. Everything, anything can play out, man. It's crazy.
4: I think it all weighs out the scheme though, too, as far as Xavier and Howard getting burned and all that. I think you know, again, it's a scheme we were running. I don't think we're gonna see a lot of that this weekend, but you know, that's just me. You guys are a
1: man-to-man team, though. You guys like a lot of that's man-to-man true, That's
4: so, true, Yes, and Nick. we
1: we thrive on that. Nick's got his finger up.
4: Yeah, what else? Yeah,
2: I
5: always have my yeah. finger up. Uh, one important thing, uh, on Sunday, I don't know what time to get, Is it a 1 o'clock game?
4: It's yes, sir. It's a 1 o'clock yeah. game, yes, sir.
5: Okay, yeah. so it's yeah. going to be 85 degrees, 54% chance, chance of rain, and 10 to 15 mile an hour winds. Love so it. neither one of the teams have a run game, but they might have to rely on it on my, Sunday.
4: That's, that's Miami weather, baby. We ain't worried about yeah. that.
1: Wait, neither right. Half
4: the half the team is from
1: Florida on our team, so we are good. James Cook, Singletary, you're know saying Zach Moss. We Florida boys. Boy, we got this. Now the big thing is, and this is what's this is what's amazing. People sleep on the Bills' run game. We Devin Singletary is almost running for five to six yards a pop.
7: And, and people don't realize. As often, I guess the, I don't know what that is. It's...
1: We're not giving him the freaking football, and I get yeah. your baby because I've had single tear on my fantasy, and I'm like, boy, what are they doing, man? And then they draft James Cook, and I'm like, man, I'm not even, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> but anyway, all
4: right. I so, big, I big game this weekend. We appreciate you guys joining us. Let's give enough time for you guys. Rico, let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great stuff, my friend.
1: Ladies, first of all, guys, thanks, thanks again uh, for having me on. It's always fun to, to you know, I mean. Do what I do. I like this is what I do. I talk shit and you know I back that shit up, especially with the Bills are being good now. Anyway, but you guys can catch me uh on the Rico Report. Uh Buffalo Fanatics, all pro, all platforms, Buffalo Fanatics. Uh, my show specifically is the Rico Report. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It is Rico underscore BF underscore. And uh come get your come get your fun, come get your shit talk. And it's always a good time on uh with the Buffalo Fanatics and the Buffalo Bills, man. It's fun, it's fun to be good isn't it
4: It'll, yeah it is oh, fun yeah. to be yes. good it's finally up to finally this year we're starting to feel a little bit of that biggie so yeah let everyone know where they can follow subscribe and get all your great stuff my friend
7: so first of all i have never done this type of show before where i've had to argue so i probably i'm gonna look at this video and say and and critique myself and say probably that. say how much i sucked um but <laughs> I, I i do a, every wednesday night podcast for dolphins talk.com um, they, there's a lot of written material. There's a lot of podcasts. I think every day there's something going on. Um, and then on Twitter, you can find me at Ian six, nine, three, I A N six, nine, three. And also on YouTube, Ian Berger, um, actually Biggie, excuse me. You can find me at Big E, but you've got to say Big E Miami Dolphins or else there's a certain wrestler that might show up on YouTube and you'll never actually find me.
4: (laughs) Yeah, you definitely look a lot different than Big E at WWE. Yeah, so um, also I wanted to say um, before we close out, and I know exactly what you mean. I, I brought it up on my show the other day. I literally during the ra- I'm over the Ravens game like Tuesday. Like I would already have butterflies for Sunday, so that tells you how big it is. And it's literally, big. literally Sunday after that happened, like I literally had to stand in the corner in the front of my house and hide my face and my wife. And of course, my wife had to say something. I'm the up. <laughs> I'm crying like a look, little- man. It's been that long, and I've been, been
7: in that long feel yeah. something
4: like that, but and it's feel good oh it feels, it feels it is so great amazing but so, i'm exhausted
7: i'm exhausted because yeah. i'm watching stuff at night and i'm 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 reading stuff and i'm staying up late and getting up early and it's like it's this like, is not good for my health listen, it is not it's, good. it's
4: like web bro don't don't do it don't do it to yourself because I, I was watching good morning football and they're like what if the dolphins go three you know i don't want to hear what ifs we got to worry about the bills let's worry about that and not get embarrassed and that's so, all this is
1: so funny because like right now, what you guys are feeling right now, like because like the buzz is here. We as Bills fans were like, stop talking about us, just let us be the Bills that everybody thinks they can just walk over and just let us, but it's too late. Now everybody's talking about it. it's like now we're just like you know what, embrace it. F it. This this is probably what Tom Brady and the Patriots felt like. Felt like but I just all want to be an obnoxious yep. Bills fan that's just like a patch fan. I can't stand them, can't stand the Jets, can't stand the Cowboys. I just can't can't do it I, Dolphins, I said, y'all y'all are okay with me but you guys are starting to teeter over into that point where i mean i'm starting to hate <laughs> y'all <laughs> Listen,
4: ever, yes, ever since the 90s i've hated the bills but you know not for nothing love josh allen love, no the, love what the love what the team brings i mean it's just you got it's going to be a fun rivalry hopefully for years to come so hopefully we'll have more big games to talk about maybe even later this year in buffalo who knows all right, guys, we, we appreciate you. We got to get on with the rest of the show. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Thursday night matchup. Maybe that's our snore of the week, actually. We appreciate you guys. Yes, sir. We have a
1: question for y'all.
4: You. Go ahead, sir.
1: I had a fantasy, I, I didn't want to know just what you guys think about this trade. Somebody offered me this trade of uh, Carter from the Jets, which I have, and he gave me Jahan Dotson.
4: Oh, you won that all day. I took it. Yeah, you Damn. won that. Yeah, you win that all day. I mean that that putrid jet. Look at look at Fred. By the way, look at the square this. Like, look how ugly that looks, guys. Don't you? You both can't agree with that. Look at this whole yeah, huge gonna, green. Like, I mean, they got to
7: change their colors, man. That's a horrible color. It's just gross. Yeah, it's it looks horrible. like
4: it, it looked like a nursing home. I mean, at this point. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back. We're gonna get back. Thank you guys so much again. A lot of fun, and uh,
8: we'll sure. talk to you guys soon.
7: Thank yes, you guys. Bye.
8: Hayden, we love fantasy football we do it's a fantastic game yet still not perfect like i hate leaving high scoring players on my bench the worst man in fact hate it even more when i put injured players and they're in my starting lineup can't have that and i need a life the waivers the trades every single week it grinds on me so we at underdog fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there it's called best ball and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign up offer get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy.
6: See you put em up, up. reach the skies as the stars up above cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog.
4: (laughs) All righty, that was a big champs or chumps for a big game, and all the boys are whining, so let's get started with the big game breakdown. Breakdown. All right, for our Thursday night matchup, we have the stellar series of the Steelers and the Browns. I know Nick's really excited for this one. Steelers lead this series 79 to 61. Last year, the Steelers swept um, them 15 to 10 and 26 to 4. So I don't know. Kind of looking like the same coming up this week. I'm not really sure what Browns team's going to show up, but they definitely don't have a lot of defense against fantasy QBs. They are 24th, 13th, though, against running backs, 26 versus receivers, and 14th versus tight ends. The Steelers, they're 18th versus fantasy QBs, 21st versus fantasy running backs, 28th versus receiver, and uh, number eight for tight ends. Justin, what say you? What's your breakdown for tomorrow night? Give me some guys you like and don't like.
3: Uh, shoot. How do you even follow up that segment right there? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Nick Chubb, obviously. Um, Najee Harris I'm not really huge on Najee Harris so I haven't been all season long But uh, last week didn't really prove anything to me And then now you got to go against that Browns defense Which is pretty stellar up front um, Quarterback wise I want none of it I don't want Trubisky I don't want Brissett I'm not rolling those dice That's just not me uh, Amari Cooper showed out I like Amari Cooper I think that the secondary of the Steelers Is a little bit better than the Jets No offense Chester I love you over there. I bleed gang green, but that secondary is whack, bro. Um, And then um, as far as tight ends, I'm always a Friermuth guy. Friermuth all day long. Um, I think that he is always good for four receptions and a touchdown, which in tight end world is gold. So go ahead and play him 100%. And then Deontay Johnson. I mean, I'll leave no meat on the bone for anyone else. I'll just take it all. Deontay Johnson, put him in every single time. Doesn't matter the matchup. He's going to score you at least 13 to 15 points. If not more, he gets a touchdown. It's cherry on top.
4: All right, so got you on that. To close it out, who do you got to win it?
3: Uh, Man, anybody got a coin? Flip a coin.
4: I like this question. You know what?
3: I'll, I'll go with the Steelers on this one. I think it's a Steeler type of game. I think that they'll pull this one out.
4: All right, let's go to the Jester next. Who do you like in this matchup, and don't like? Okay, he's he's. I must be on the uh, shrooms again. Let's go to Nick. Who do you like and don't like in this matchup?
5: Uh, well, I don't like the team that's that's going to be wearing brown uh, for number one reason. I I hate the Browns uh, be, being a Steelers fan. Number two, uh, their defense has seven sacks and. Clowney is already out, and uh, Garrett is 50 So there, so there goes uh, four and a half of your of your seven sacks right there. Uh, their their defense, they are the worst. They're the eighth worst passing uh, defense. So uh, this should be a game where Trubisky gets gets back on track. But if you're talking about individual players, uh, the only players I would play on Cleveland. Would be Hunt and Chubb, and the only players that I would play on uh, Pittsburgh would be uh, Deontay Johnson. You're going to have to play Najee Harris. I wouldn't trust him because of that ankle. You know, everyone says, "Oh, it's a Liz Frank. He'll be fine. He'll he'll be fine." Now, it, now it could be a high ankle sprain, and it's just going to be a lingering thing. So uh, you have to play him. I I put him on the bench personally, uh, and then and then I I play Firemuth. Uh, because he's going to be a safety outlet for um, Trubisky.
4: All right, so Fred, are you back with us? Oh, I'm yeah.
5: starting Pittsburgh's defense as well. Go ahead. <laughs>
6: okay. uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to not to work on the phone, so but I got it now. <clears throat> I listen, man. I think I think I'm going to go with the Browns. I don't think they win two games in a row at home. I they should have beat the Jets. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, if Chubb goes down, they win the game. He doesn't score the touchdown time the clock runs out. So I don't think they're gonna be making that many mistakes this week. Uh they're at home. Uh you gotta start the regular people, but I think Cooper's gonna have a big game. I I really, really like uh, Amari Cooper in this game. Um and of course you got you gotta take the regular chug and stuff like that. But I I but pick the Browns to win this game and go two and one
4: yeah i'm gonna go Steelers. um you know again i think just game planning wise just i'm uh, not a big believer in jacoby Brissett. i know you guys uh cooper did find a little bit success last week i don't think he finds it again um talking about the quarterbacks i have them ranked 30th trubisky and dead last Brissett at 32 Najee harris at 12 chubb at five deontay johnson i have low 31 again because of the quarterback situation pat firemouth i have a uh, pretty low as well 16th i didn't even worrying about the Cleveland tight end. So we're just gonna move on from there because who knows? Is it Harrison Bryan? Is it joku I don't even know at this point. All right. We got a couple of little um who would you rathers we're gonna close out the night with
8: Okay here's a shout out of a cannon. Oprah,
2: Barbara Walters, your wife. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think we're done
4: here. All right, who would you rather, Justin? We'll go to you first. Let's go Carson Wentz or Tua. Carson Wentz is number four, um, according to our fantasy friends at Fantasy Pros, and Tua, number five. Who would you rather?
3: Oh, shoot. Uh, who's Wentz playing this week?
4: What? Um, what? Well, Philly. Is, this is Philly, but Philly. this is okay. a revenge game, too. Not but, sure. again, this is, I should have prefaced this would be – for going on the rest of the season,
3: for the rest of the season,
4: yeah, not just this week. Okay, all
3: right. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with Tua just because the weapons are a little bit better there. Uh, you can't deny Tyree Kill. You can't deny Jalen Waddle. They obviously work beautifully together. Um, he's got two downfield threats, and he's got somebody who can take an intermediate to the house as well and both those guys you know you can interchange them in the slot if you want so i'm gonna go with two on this one i like carson wentz i think he's still like i said before a top five or a top 15 quarterback but you just i mean at the end of the day just that arsenal is just unreal at this point so i'm gonna go with the guy who has more dynamic weapons into it
4: i happen to agree all right nick how about you kirk cousins number 18 or Russell Wilson, number (laughs) twenty. Who would you rather? Wow,
5: Wow, they're both looking pretty bad. Um, I'd probably say Kirk Cousins because uh, just for the pure and simple fact that they have a more competent head coach. I mean, uh, uh, Hackett. No, yeah, Nathaniel Hackett. He just made five critical errors in the first two games. Come on, you just you can't win with that. And plus that. Uh Wilson's receivers are dropping like flies. I'm gonna go with cousins. All
4: right, friend, I'm gonna challenge you a little bit here, but I'll go back up top. See he's unprepared, so he's already looking at me. Let's just go back up top and make it easy for you. Would you go number one quarterback Lamar Jackson or number three Jalen Hurts? Who would you rather?
6: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I think I would wow. I'm about to go Jalen Hurts. Uh only because this is the full season. Hertz has to play Washington twice, the Giants' defense twice, even though they're two and zero. We haven't really seen him play anybody yet, and uh, and uh, and the Dallas Cowboys, who are not looking too good. Whereas oh uh, Lamar Jackson got to play Cleveland twice, Cincinnati, the Super Bowl runner-ups, and Pittsburgh, who always plays you tough. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with Jalen Hurts. All right,
4: all right, Jalen Hurts, good one there. Let's go to running back. Let's go up to the top for you, Justin. Number one right now, according of fantasy pros, Nick Chubb, or number two, DeAndre Swift. Who would you rather?
3: Mm, I like this one because they're both only guaranteed about 13 games a year. Oh, man. Oh, man. This one's a really freaking tough one. Um, I think I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift just because, you know, especially in PPR, he offers that other outlet for scoring – as a receiver as well as a running back and he's just he's looking dynamic right now uh last week he got 16 points off of i think maybe like 10 touches which was absolutely insane um the the dude is on fire i I love nick chubb i've been a big Nick chubb supporter since he got into the league but he has just never gotten over that hump of actually getting you know you know passing yards and so are receiving yards so until he does He's just a limited guy, and he has to do it on the ground. So for DeAndre Swift, when you can get it on the ground and you can get it through the air, that just uh, that trumps the Nick Chubb card.
4: All right, trumping the Nick Chubb card. Let's go to a couple of guys that had some injury issues in the past, Nick. Christian McCaffrey at number 10 or Joe Mixon at 13? Who would you rather?
5: I'm going to have to go with Mixon just for just for the pure, simple fact that um, it's almost inevitable that McCaffrey is going to go down. So I'm going to go – you're going to have mixing a
4: lot longer. All right. So betting on the injury, Nick. All right. So, Fred, this is – I just – I had to bring this one up because, wow. According to a- – I know I made that big announcement that Christian McCaffrey was going to be the biggest bust for ADP. But right now, leading the way – Dalvin Cook, number 30th right now, or Derrick Henry, number twenty-four. Who would you rather?
6: Wow, that's tough. Uh, wow, wow. I think, I, I think I'm think still going to go with Derrick Henry. Uh, his division is not strong right now between Indianapolis, Jacksonville, and Houston. They're going to figure it out. They're going to start giving him that blow 20, 25 times a game again. Dalvin Cook has to contend with uh, the wide receivers over there. Tennessee has nobody, so I'm going with Derrick Henry. All
4: right, Nick, I'm gonna go to you when we go to wide receivers first on this one. Drake London, number 14th, or Jahan Dotson, number 15. Two rookies. What do you say? Who would you rather?
5: I'm gonna go Dotson. I think he's. I think he's got a more competent quarterback, and a, a definitely a a lot better competent coaching staff because uh arthur smith has proven the past two seasons he's he's not a good head coach so uh i am gonna go with um Dehan dotson
4: mm, all right like that one uh fred let's go back to you um again a couple of guys that are far below their adp value mike williams number 24th or debo samuel number 25 who would you rather
6: I'm going Mike Williams. I don't know what's going on in San Francisco, even though Jimmy G's back. um, If if I'm Jimmy G, I'm going to feel like I was never wanted. So I'm going Mike Williams. I know Keenan Allen is still a little bit dinged up. We're talking about the full season. I believe he is going to be the the receiver still. He's got Justin Herbert, and Herbert's the better quarterback of the two. So definitely going Mike Williams.
4: All right, Justin, to you, sir. How about this one? Christian Kirk, the surprise this year at number seven, or the return of Michael Thomas of number nine? Who
3: would you rather? Christian Kirk, all day long, Christian Kirk. Just give me all the Christian Kirk I can get. Michael Thomas, yeah, he surprised us for one game. Where was he last week? Exactly. Christian Kirk has been there every single week. He actually got better in week two. He scored two touchdowns in week two. He's coming out of the slot, which is a very hard position to play, but it is also, you know, for fantasy wise actually some of the better players cooper cup justin jefferson they all come heavily hot. why is that because they get a better matchup as a nickel corner versus a a a slot receiver so i'm gonna go with christian kirk i think he's going to have a really good year and you know what you deserve the contract you're looking pretty good kid
4: yeah for real i mean we were talking about like everyone before the uh season remember? oh christian kirk this horrible contract remember everyone was talking about it well yeah egg on your face right now for sure fred let's go to you for tight end for this one who would you rather the surprise gerald everett at number four tight end or number five zach Ertz from your favorite qb i'm going
6: with zach Ertz because only because he's done it before um damn gerald everett's coming on hard I'm still going with Zach Ertz. He's all they have over there. They have no receivers right now. Kyle Murray has to throw it to somebody. God help him. And so I'm going to
4: go with Zach Ertz, man. All right, Zach Ertz. Uh, let's go to Justin on this one. Um, this is an interesting one. Um, somebody who's been undervalued and someone who's been overvalued. Number 20, TJ Hawkinson, or number 18, Irv Smith Jr. Who would you rather?
3: Oh, that's a difficult one. No, it's not because I hate T.J. Hawkinson. He's he's the worst top five tight end you can get. Uh, Irv Smith Jr. I was plugging him as a tight end too. You could get on the back end, and guess what? He showed out last week. He should have had two touchdowns. I think he's going to be more active in that offense because you know what? Where's K.J. Osborne? He's not showing up. You know why? Because they have Irv Smith Jr. They're going to make him their wide receiver three out of the tight
4: end position. Yeah, definitely looking for him early and often for sure. All right, Nick, I'm going to challenge your fandom and your fantasy knowledge at the same time here. Kyle Kyle Pitts, the number 35th tight end or the number six, Pat Fryermuth. Who would you rather?
5: Pat Fryermuth. he gets the ball. Uh, Kyle Pitts has been non-existent this whole se- this season. I know it's, it's only been, been two games. And I know last season, uh, what, I think Kyle Pitts was ranked number four or number five. And he only scored, scored one touchdown. That's great. But last year, he had Matt Ryan, uh, who is a much better quarterback in Atlanta than uh, Marcus Mariota is in Atlanta right now. So um, it's Drake London took the job. So that's who's getting the ball. Uh, Kyle Pitts is almost non-existent, so I'm so I would take Pat Fryermuth.
4: All right, we'll close it out with our streaming defense options for this week. Um, you know, I don't know if for your, if it might be a little late for your waiver wire pickups at this point, but if you have two of these guys, Justin, we're gonna go to you on this one. Who would you rather, the number six defense, the Saints at Carolina, or the number eight defense, the Chargers versus? the jacksonville jaguars in la
3: so man that's another difficult one because i do not not. like the idea of um the saints right now because of Jameis winston i think he's turning over the ball way too much that might hurt the defense that's going to be putting them on the field a lot um I'm going to go with the Chargers because I think the Chargers defense is really pretty uh, underrated at this point. A lot of people came in with a head of steam, and then they ran into that uh, Chiefs juggernaut, which knocked them back a little bit. But I think that they're a really good team at this point. They've got uh, six sacks. One thing that uh, I just wrote up a little article for QBL, shout out to them, uh, on the t- on previewing that game. And um, Trevor Lawrence has been doing progressively worse against pressure. He did not face any pressure last week against the Colts. That's why he was really good. But in his first game when he threw a pick and he was sacked multiple times, it was because the defense was constantly hitting him. I think Joey Bosa, Khalil Herbert, I think they get after him in this game. I think they make him uh, – mishap a couple times and maybe fumble or uh, throw an interception or two. So I'm going to go with the Chargers, and I think they're a better defense, period. And I think that they've got a better stretch coming forward.
4: Yeah, I think a lot's to be said with the East Coast team traveling over the West Coast as well. So a lot of play into that also. Fred, how about you on defense? I wanted to go to you on this one. The 18th-ranked Chicago Bears. They're playing at home versus Houston or the Giants versus the Cowboys. What do you say? Who
6: would you? Oh my God! Oh my God! The Bears first. Are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, listen, if I go back now, it looks like I don't know what I'm talking about. So I'm gonna go with the Giants. Okay, so uh, I don't think Cooper Rush has a good game again. They're playing in New York this time. Uh, so I, I believe the, the the Giants are on a roll. I believe in Dabble, and uh, I, I think the Giants are actually gonna pull it out and start three and up.
4: All right, there it is. Okay, so let's go to you, Nick, on this one. Again, testing your fandom again, but, you know, this is a good one, I think. It's a good challenge. The number 10th-ranked D, the Eagles, going against your boy, the Washington Commanders, or would you rather the 11th-ranked Broncos versus the 49ers? Who would you rather?
5: Uh, I would say I'd go Philly just because – no, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I would go Broncos. My fault. Uh, I would I would go bron I'd go Broncos in this because um, the Niners running running game is is in such disarray right now. They're they're pretty much one one dimensional. Even though uh, Jimmy G has has given them a a resurgence, I think it w- it's easier to defend. Uh, one offense on one front than, than it is on, on two fronts. So I am going to go with Denver.
4: All right. Wow, I didn't expect that. All right, guys, we're going to close things out. We appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Sorry, we went a little over. We had a big game. We had to get out. Those guys had a lot to get out. We're going to see what happens this Sunday. That's exciting for sure. Don't forget to check us out Friday. We're going to have all of our starts and sits and do the big game, big week breakdown Um, Talk about the big game. Obviously, we'll be talking about Thursday night as well. We appreciate you guys, and we are out. We're on a mission. We're on a mission.
6: yeah that's what it is